What's up, everybody? How you doing? Welcome back to Release the 8 Podcast. You can find us on YouTube or any audio platforms uh, out there. We are in the second episode of season two. We're talking about ministry in a season of decline. Uh, my name is Bo Corsetto. This is Lince and Daniel. If you want to follow us on social media, we're both more active on Instagram. So it's just at our names, Bo Corsetto and at Linson.Daniel. But last episode, we talked a lot about just what does it look like to be a minister in a season of, of decline, both personally, but also systemically. Go back and listen or watch that episode if you didn't. I hope you'd find encouragement. You're not alone if you're feeling like the ship is sinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this episode, we want to talk about the role of the apostle. What is the apostolic calling in a season of decline? Like how do apostles help us get out of this? Like how do they, as we talked about the breakdown curve last time, how do they help us move from breakdown towards revived hope? And Linton and I think there's a unique role that apostles play in this season. So if you're one of those that resonates with the apostolic calling, listen up, this is for you. And if you know someone that's apostolic, energized by starting new works, send this to them so that they don't quit, so they don't lose hope. And and here's what we want want to say right up front. These things aren't new. Apostolic leaders are going to do these things anyways, anytime, no matter what the season is. But as we've been talking there's unique challenges and temptations in down seasons of ministries that attack the apostolic leader. And we're going to talk about the prophetic and the evangelistic too, but specifically to the apostolic leader, we want to address in this episode, what are some of those temptations that would keep you from functioning the way that God would be calling you scripturally to to live out your role? I know for me, Mm-hmm. This year, as I talked about in the last episode, 2021 was just such a discouraging year for me, energy-wise, emotionally, um, just questioning a lot about my calling, my work here in Louisiana, coming here to uh, reestablish varsity across the state where we haven't been in decades. And one of the key temptations that's really been attacking me is just not being known. It just drives me nuts when people mm-hmm. don't know what I'm doing what I'm capable of, what's my organization, what's my work, Um, especially when I've had past successes or I've been known for things or I've spoken on stages. Here, people are like, who are you? What do you do? What's InterVarsity? I've never heard of it. That grinds on me uh, over time, just to be honest with you. And as an apostolic leader, that completely works against the calling that God has given me. And in that calling of the apostolic leader is in Corinthians 3.10, first Corinthians 3.10, when it, he calls us to be a foundation layer, it, it actually says, this is the verse by the grace God has given me. This is Paul speaking. I laid a foundation as a wise builder and someone else is building on it. Each one should build with care. And I'm going to kick it to, to you, Linson here to talk about this idea of being a foundation layer, but to finish my story here, if I'm going to live into the role of an apostolic leader and partner with God in generating new ministries, specifically collegiate ministries in this next year, to be a foundation layer is to be unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, it is to, to be able to venture into a category or into a place, into a geography and be okay with being unknown. The unique temptation that I'm facing right now is that desire to be known. 
and it's conflicting with the calling of the apostle that Paul's talking about in 310. Bring us into that deeper. Yeah. Um, yeah. The apostle lays the foundation. You know, I think that is a very powerful imagery. You know, the, the context of first Corinthians chapter three, if you have your Bible, you can open it up, follow along with us. But, you know, there's this whole idea is, you know, do I follow Paul? Do I follow Apollos? Because these are two known guys, right? They're, they're, they've got a huge Instagram following, if you will. And people are trying to figure out who they should follow. And Paul really sets them straight, you know. It's really not all, of, it's not about that. It's not about who plants or waters. It's, it's, it's all about God that's making it grow. But he, he, he goes a step further to say, but the apostle they lay the foundation and they continue to move on, right? So they get to a new place and they lay the foundation work. And the interesting thing about a ministry, and I love what you said earlier, Bo, our, our calling as an apostle doesn't change whether the season changed, right? But there are, there are some obstacles in our way. But as, as an apostle, when you are in a season of abundance, laying down foundation feels like the right move. It's like playing Monopoly, and having a ton of cash, you should gobble up more and more like properties, lay down foundation, a new place, go to another place, lay down some more foundation. Like in the Texas area right now, when the, when the economy is booming, I mean, all the housing developments, the new, the new uh, subdivisions are open. They're laying foundation everywhere. And you're like, are there going to be enough people to buy these homes? Cause it's a season of booming uh, economy or whatever you're laying foundation in abundance. But here's the radical thing about the kingdom of God. The Lord calls apostles to keep laying foundations no matter what the season is. So can you imagine if I take the housing industry, we go into a downturn market and they, uh, they keep opening up subdivisions. People will say that those people are crazy because laying down foundation means that you're trying to build something there, but we're in a down season how can you trust that something can be built up in a down season? And that inherently is the optimism of an apostle to say, even when things are in a season of decline, me and you trust the Lord, trust the Holy Spirit, and we lay down foundation in brand new places. So maybe there are people in our lives that are just grasping on to everything that they currently have, or uh, they're ho holding on to the, the, the growth that they have, and the apostles just letting it go to get to the next place of foundation laying. And that can feel like we are crazy. Like, why would you move on to a new neighborhood or a new place in your city or a new campus if you're a campus minister when the things that we have right now are in decline, right? But that inherently is the optimism uh, that we have in the Lord is to go lay down foundation, right? What do you think about that? Does that make sense? I think it's good. My dog is barking, so she's giving you some amen. There you go, I don't man. Know how to you gotta shut that her up in the middle of this. Um, <laughs> And speaking of down season, school's canceled, COVID's a reality, it's freezing here, so I have to work at home. So sorry, people, you got to deal with that. Um, I think the unique calling to lay a foundation is so pertinent, especially going back to that breakthrough curve in, in episode one. If we're going to move from breakdown towards revived hope, the way the apostle or the apostolic leader moves us there is by continuing to lay foundation in places that God's calling ministry to be birthed or to be planted. That takes incredible faith. That takes incredible hope. It takes incredible 
um, loss of self, incredible sacrifice, because you have to move out and start something. I love, love your, your metaphor of, of a new subdivision. Like you have to start out and say, I'm going to build something here. And people are like, are you kidding me? Like, don't you trust how hard it is right now? And it's like, yeah, but for the kingdom of God to continue to expand, we need to partner with God in moving forward into new places, into new geography, just like we saw Paul all throughout Acts. And as he's talking about here now in first Corinthians. And so I, I love that. I, I also think if we are going to continue to be foundation layer. So for those of you that are listening to this or watching this and you feel disappointed about ministry or you are fed up or about to give up because your ministry is in a decline, you're not seeing the things happen that you want to see happen. I want this to be an interrupt for you to say, well, if you're, if you're a foundation layer, if you are called to plant, if you're called to start something new, what do you expect? What are you expecting? Um, are you expecting this big, spectacular thing? Are you expecting accolades? Are you expecting everyone to know who you are? That's not what foundation layers do. Foundation layers move forward into places that are unknown and unseen to the general public and make things happen there so others as it can as it says in corinthians can build on it not even you you might not even get credit there might be a total breakthrough on that curve there might be breakthrough at the end and there's tons of kudos and tons of accolades and people don't even remember you at the bottom putting a foundation on are you okay with that i am wrestling with that right now in a new way of like i've been okay with that in the past i gotta be okay with that again to go forward. And if I'm not okay with that, I can't live in the power of the apostolic function. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, I think what, what you're doing right now, Bo, and I I'm resonating with you is we're almost confessing some desires or maybe even obsessions we have because of the culture that we live in, especially when things are in decline, when things are in decline, um, you bigger is better. Right. You know, in times of abundance, even small things look cool. You're like, oh, it's startup, but things are abundant. But when things are in decline, something that's bigger is better, right? Uh, so, uh, being known when things are at least in decline, at least keeping your status is is a confession that, you know, we, we want that, you know, or uh, when things are falling apart, at least you're being validated. You're a good leader, even though things are falling apart. Um, and, and I think that's our desire to, that bigger is better. It's our desire that being known is important. It is our desire that we should be validated. I think it's good that you and I are naming that because those are things that are never really known for foundation layers. I mean, I don't know who laid the foundation of our house. It's probably some company that came and laid the foundation, right? The foundation itself, you know, it's it laid. Now, what the house looks like on top of it, how big or small it is, it's, uh, it's up to somebody else. But that foundation is adequate for whatever is going to be built, right? Um, we don't know. We don't. We don't talk about foundation unless something goes wrong, you know. We don't talk about how ooh I've, and how nice and beautiful your foundation is. We're looking at everything else, all the sparkly things. But the most important thing, and the thing that gets forgotten, and the thing that nobody thinks about unless something goes wrong, is the foundation. And that's what apostles lay down. And so what is it that we need to confess and be released from in a season of decline so we can go out and do what God has called us to do? Yeah, that, that's great. Um, if we are going to continue to be foundation layers, and I would say 2022 
is crying out yeah. for the church to send mm-hmm. uh, planting leaders into new nooks and crannies of culture, right? Mm-hmm. To start smaller works of God amongst people that are disconnected uh, from God or disengaged. We've seen all the numbers. People are going to church less and less. They're uh, um, fragmented more and more. They're out of community. No one knows their lives. Like the answer isn't just getting them back to big church services, even though that's part of it. And there's nothing wrong with bigger church services. Part of the answer is we got to get to them. We've got to create communities amongst them. We've got to give life, spill life in new places, creating a foundation of faith with people that are disconnected. So if that's going to happen, we need to confess as apostolic people, the things that are yoking us to opposite or unhelpful or unhealthy um, desires or patterns that would keep us from moving out into mission the way that God would cause. So what, what do I mean by that? You mentioned bigger is better or be the, the desire to be known. I shared that with my opening story or being validated. We need to confess our obsession with something bigger is better. We need to confess our obsession that if I can just show you what I'm doing and who's growing and who's transforming, then, then I'm doing well, because guess what? If you're going to go lay a foundation in an unengaged place, you might not have a story of who's doing well for a little while. And so if you're obsessed or connected too strongly to the desire of seeing something or being bigger, you're never going to be able to stay patient enough Mm. and stay in the pocket long enough to lay that foundation. I'm speaking straight for myself here too. I'm not putting you down. This Mm. is what I'm taking to, to prayer and contending with myself or if you need to be known, if, if everyone needs to know who you are and what you're doing and why you're doing it, you need to be able to, to um, show why you spend the time you spend it doing um, and always justifying that, you might not get to some of the places that you, you need to be in because people won't see you if you're going there. People won't understand why you're going there because it's a new horizon. It's a new space or validation is probably the biggest one. Uh, people, uh, telling you how good you are because they can see the results or they heard that story, or they saw you on stage, or they heard about your organization. They heard about that work. So much of the work of the apostle is invisible. It's undercover. It's, um, recon mission, so to speak. And if we need validation, we won't be able to follow God into some of those invisible places, subterranean places that need planet that need a spark that that need the foundation that others will build on and that's my biggest concern with for me that's my biggest concern for you for our church is that a lot of us are going to quit and just give up because we're not validated we're not known it's not big it's not growing it's not sexy and then we we don't do what he calls us to do because something else is shinier yeah i mean bo i mean if we don't deal with this as if our community, if we don't just take this to the Lord and confess, if we don't deal with it, it will haunt us. It will stifle our apostolic progress. And in a season of decline, I mean, I don't know how to say this more strongly. Like we need apostles. You know, we don't need apostles. When they, we don't need apostles just because things are booming. That Oh, we, it's time to plant. Everything's abundant. Let's plant. We actually need the apostle when things are going down. Because it's that optimism, you know, if, if we don't deal with this stuff, it's going to derail us. Um, 
And again, I don't know. I don't know if Paul ever said to church, hey, uh, before I can leave here, this needs to get bigger. He just would go to the next place and empower people. Uh, he didn't need to be like, I need to be known to, to, to uh, I need my personality needs to be attached to this church, right? I need to be known for this. Or um, he sure as heck wasn't looking for the opinions for others. That's for sure. I mean, the dude got beat up everywhere he went. He got uh, put in jail. Uh, if anything, he was totally validated by God's opinion for him. And so when God calls me and you into the shadows, into the subterranean, into the unknown, um, it's a really hard job. There's a lot of obstacles and we just never get any double tap likes for it on Instagram. It's all undercover and it's hard. It's just like constantly fighting. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Are there other jobs like that? I mean, it just seems like it's a pretty crappy job, but God's calling us to it, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, when we think about scripture, um, there's a call to, to lose our life, right. For the sake mm-hmm. of the gospel, we're in an age which I've I've fall guilty to as well of uh, promotion, being known, being on Instagram, being an influencer. That's not what Jesus calls us to. Um, it's not what the kingdom calls us to. It's not how the gospel moves. Um, you actually should become a forgotten one, right? Or he he talks about um, if you pray in secret, I'll reward you openly. So there's this idea of of doing things in secret so that God can display out. Um, and, and, and I, I'm hearing the voices of many of you that are listening to this and you're going, okay, but why is this unique to being an apostle? Isn't this just a Christian leader? Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, Henry Nowen wrote a great book classic called in the name of Jesus. If you haven't read it, read it. It's like small hundred pages, but it talks about three temptations of leadership. Some of them we're talking about right now. That's, general to any leader in Christian ministry. So what do you mean the apostolic? Well, I think what we're getting at here is in a season of decline, um, we're going to need the apostolic leaders to rise up with faith and go start new ministries. The shepherding leader doesn't have the energy or the calling to, or the giftedness to go start and spark new ministry. That's not the call of the prophetic leader. That's not the call of the teacher. So in this season of decline, and dare I say, in a pivoting time in our culture where we're going to need new creativity and ingenuity, we're going to need the apostolics to rise up and be daring enough to go start new communities. But the way they start those biblically isn't with a bunch of flash and with being known and big crowds. It's actually laying down a, a foundation unto the loss of life unto the, 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 the forgotfulness of who you are. It's secret. It might even be quiet. It might be one by one. Um, no one would even know it is. And if you're not committed to Jesus enough and dialed into the Holy Spirit enough to say yes to that calling, we won't have an apostolic function of the church that's vibrant. That, that's what I'm getting with. And I'm speaking to myself. I don't want to sell out on my calling just so I can go have a stage. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't want to sell out on my calling just so I can go do a job that I can say, well, look, this is what I do. Um, I want to do what God asked me to do. Even if many people are wondering, what is that guy even doing? What kind of results is he even making? What's happening? And I'll go, you'll see when this foundation's built, you'll see in five years 
when Ben gets credit for the booming ministry, that's because I went and laid that foundation. That's tough, man. That takes a surrendering that's willing to say my worth comes from Jesus. My validation comes from Jesus. My calling comes from Jesus. It starts and ends with Jesus. I'm not getting it from anyone else. You don't, you don't be an apostolic leader in a season of decline. If you're looking for validation anywhere else, you can't, that's why you have to lose your life in order to gain it in the Holy spirit. You'll never be able to do this job. Well, yeah. Amen to that. Uh, I might plant the seed Apollos may water it, but at the end, it is only God that makes it grow. And so, I mean, there's no point in looking for accolades here. It is Jesus who started it. In fact, I think the next very next verse in chapter three, verse 11 is for no one can lay any other foundation that want, than the one that is already laid, which is in Christ Jesus. And amen to that. It actually starts with Jesus Christ. It is him that sees it through to the end. And at the end of it, it's he that gets all the glory and the honor. So, uh, and so in a lot of ways, anything that we're seeking out for ourselves, it probably already belongs to Jesus anyway. So, so I'm glad that we're talking about this. And I'm glad we're able to confess it together. And if, if any of you are watching and you're feeling these same obsessions or desires, um, would you be bold enough to even in the comment section say, like, I confess that I want things to be bigger and faster and better. And uh, I confess that you want to be known and famous and confess that uh, you wish you were just validated by others, you know, um, and not seeking the Lord's validation. And, and together we can confess and we can get back on track and be the apostles, especially in a season of decline, because that's what I think the Lord is calling us to do. Amen. I uh, sorry, I had myself on mute because I my dog's been barking. Maybe I'll show you my dog at the end of this episode for all of you wondering what's all that noise going on. She is cute. Um, I think one other kind of image I could give, you know, I came to faith in San Diego or went to college there. I spent 11 years of my life there and the Navy SEALs are, are based there, um, in a lot of ways. And when you think about Navy SEALs and I don't know everything about them, but I've had a few friends that are Navy SEALs. It is a super secret mission. It's a super secret job. They are the top of the top when it comes to Navy uh, the Navy and, and doing missions and their missions are all super secret, um, super subterranean. You don't know who they are. They're, the whole point of their job is don't be seen. Um, <laughs> and their training and some of you have watched these documentaries or watched shows or read books. I mean, their training is absolutely nuts. They're trying to break you physically, mentally, uh, probably spiritually, but emotionally, um, because if you can't make it through their training, you'll never make it through these, in, the toughest battles they need to send you in. They send these little teams, they're small teams, uh, to go take people out and they have to do incredibly crazy, hard, difficult things in secret. And I just think about that when it comes to, to being a planter in places that are incredibly hard, they haven't been done yet. If it, could have been done. It would have been done. Right. Kind of thing. Like you're going into a hard mission, but your job is like a Navy seal. Don't be seen. Don't be heard. Don't be known. <laughs> there you go. Lay a foundation. When, when, when that war is won, proverbially speaking, you will never get credit for it. People will celebrate and they will never know. Yeah. That was Joe, the Navy seal that actually took that guy out. And I think the kingdom of God works a lot that way too. If you lay a foundation as an apostolic leader the right way, you may never be known for that work. 
are you okay with it? Navy SEALs sign up for it and they're okay with it. They know that's the job. I think we're forgetting that that's the job right now of an apostolic leader. I've been forgetting that. I've been getting caught up in other things. I need to refocus. I need to realign in 2022. Some of you need to refocus, realign, get back to the job of don't be seen, don't be heard, be invisible, do the work. Let God get the glory. Let others get the glory. You are a foundation layer, just like Paul. And so that's how we get out of a season of decline. That's what we need from our apostolic leader. So go be one. Uh, thank you for, for listening today. Share this with anyone who needs encouragement. Um, share with this with anyone who's close to quitting. Share this with anyone who you just need to say, dude, I'm thinking about you, guy or girl, as I listen to this, keep going. I'm behind you. I'm praying for you. I'm giving to you. So God bless you all. And we'll see you next time. Later, guys. You want to see my dog? <laughs> Show you my dog. Next that dog noise dog. that was being made. <laughs> this is Lily. Boston Terrier. <laughs> this is the one barking at all the neighbors. Have a good day. See you later. Bye, guys. <laughs>